This week's episode of the Art Tactic Podcast is brought to you by Artbase. Did you know that Artbase is the best love software in the art world? Artbase offers products that do everything you need to run your art business. Track your art and your contacts and cross-reference them. Make invoices, generate consignments, run all kinds of reports, even use it on your iPad or iPhone at art fairs or while you're away. Take it from the thousands of happy Artbase clients all over the world. Artbase is the right software for your art business. Visit artbase.com to find out more. Thanks for listening to the Art Tactic Podcast. I'm Adam Green. In this week's episode, we're here with Liz Hopfen, founder and executive director of Free Arts NYC, a nonprofit organization dedicated to providing underserved children and families with a unique combination of educational arts and mentoring programs that help them to foster the self-confidence and resiliency needed to realize their fullest potential. Liz, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's a really interesting time in the art world for the art nonprofit space as more are receiving attention for their charity or benefit auctions, but less so for what they do and who they help. So we thought it'd be great to chat with you and talk about some of these topics. Okay, thank you. First, for our listeners who aren't familiar with Free Arts NYC, tell us a little bit about the organization and what you do for kids and families. So Free Arts is an 18-year-old educational art mentoring organization and basically what we do is we develop curriculums, we train volunteers, and then we go out into the communities to provide the programs. So we work in schools and uh, community centers, shelters, permanent housing facilities, different low-income organizations around New York City. And the idea is really using art and the mentors as kind of a tool to build confidence and self-esteem, develop relationships, um, build the resiliency that um, that the kids and families need to um, be successful in life. One really interesting aspect of free arts is the involvement of really top-notch artists who are able to sign on to some of your programming. Tell us about the experience of working with some of these artists and how they've been a part of free arts. Well, like many nonprofit organizations, we raise money with an annual art auction. And I think over time, as we've been reaching out to different artists to donate their work so that we can raise money, we realize that we have this access to these amazing creative people and we have these kids who really would never have the opportunity to work with them or meet them. So we have asked many artists if they would lend their time to do programming with kids. And all of them have been extremely generous and all of them, even those that we haven't worked with yet, are eager and willing to do something with them. So, um, you know, the idea is really giving kids access to people in the creative field so they can just learn from them and, and see what they're doing. So we've had a couple of amazing days up at the Brandt Foundation in Connecticut. Um, Dan Colin had his exhibition up there, and we brought 100 children from the Department of Homeless Services up there. And Dan took everybody through his show, and then we made art inspired by Dan's work. We did that again um, with Rob Pruitt, um, and we even had somebody dressed up as a panda, which was a lot of fun for the uh-huh. kids. And uh, we'll be back in October, actually, with Jonathan Horowitz. So that's been a great partnership and a great way for the artists to really, um, the real, you know, the artists to kind of be able to do something different than just give artwork. I know that Rob had said it was the closing day of his show, and he said that, you know, he wished he could 
it wasn't the closing day because he'd like to bring more kids up um, up again in the future. So that's just been great. Um, we've taken kids to do projects, collaborative projects. Last year, we celebrated Rasheed Johnson at our art auction, and the kids actually went out to his studio in Brooklyn. And the piece that we auctioned off um, was actually a collaboration between some between some of the teens in our program and Rashid. So that was pretty amazing. Um, and just yeah, just a lot of amazing artists. And I I think they're happy to I think they're happy to get back. And I think we hope that you know, by them seeing what their donation, when they donate a piece of art and it sells for, you know, a significant amount of money that they really actually see what, um, you know, what their their donation is going to. They get to have that hands-on experience to see that, you know, we actually are doing programming with, programming with kids and we are making an impact. And I think that they're happy to be a part of that. Yeah, that really is incredible um, that those caliber of artists are participating in giving back uh, to some of the in some of the free arts programming. You you alluded also to the fact that you host a charity art auction event each year. This year's event is upcoming shortly on April 27th, hosted by yes. Richard Prince. Yes. We often see in the art world these benefit auctions on different websites, and collectors can bid on artworks online, or they can attend the event and bid in person. I'm curious, what is it like to organize an event like this? And what is the process involved in reaching out to these artists and getting them to contribute artworks for such an event and cause. Process is very chaotic, and the closer it gets to the event, mm-hmm. it um, it becomes more chaotic. And I think that is for a small organization like us and for a, you know, a big museum as well. So I think um, there's a lot of moving parts. And this year we have over 80 works of art, and I think the biggest challenge is once the artist says yes, is then tracking down the actual art and the paperwork that needs to accompany it and making sure it gets to our office safely or a framer safely or on the wall safely. So I would say that's probably the, the most nerve-wracking part of it all is just getting everything. We've we've had events where, you know, the art comes the day of and just comes right to the space and gets hung on the wall. Um, and I think it's really just been, you know, we have a, a great committee of people who help us to reach out um, to artists, and we have some um, board members and some kind of art advisors who help us, who have relationships with artists. And I think once the artists know what the cause is, they understand um, and they're they're willing to give. So some years, some artists, you know, take a year off and then they come back the next year because I, I do think that artists are asked um, endlessly, you know, daily. Certainly, some of the the bigger name artists um, are asked you know, to give, and they only have so many works to give. Um, So I think that sometimes is a challenge for them. Uh, But yeah, I think we, you know, like I said, we reach out to the artists, we have great relationships. Um, Tonight I'm going to, you know, Hannah Lydon's opening, and Hannah's been a supporter, and she's contributing something to the auction this year. She's actually worked with our teens um, when she had the bagels out on the West Side Highway. We did a workshop with with Hannah and Art Production Fund, and so, um, you know, she's happy to support free arts and because she's seen what the program does, and I'm happy to support her. So it's really it's just been years of I think kind of networking and and um, letting people know what we do, and, and, and that's really how we've um, we've gotten so many great artists um, involved with free arts. To what extent has the growth of the art market and just general interest in the art world 
over the past five or 10 years positively impacted free arts, whether it's more valuable art being sold at your auction or new collectors emerging who support free arts? Have you, have you seen a positive impact of free arts as a result of that growth? Yes, um, we have definitely seen. I mean, every year our event, you know, tends to make, um, raise a little bit more money. And certainly through the sale of art, we've had tremendous success with kind of the emerging art market. Um, but on the same hand, we know that it perhaps is not going to last. So it's, it, it's, it's a scary thing. Um, for free arts, you know, a significant amount of our revenue comes from this art auction. And so to know that the art market may not, um, may not continue to grow as it has been growing. And I think even this year we're a little anxious, um, about, about sales, um, is, is something that's continually challenged, but it has grown. We've been really fortunate to have um, amazing artists, you know, almost from the beginning supporting us. We many years ago reached out to Polaroid when it existed as a corporation and we had access to, you know, all types of Polaroid cameras and film from the small one step to the large format Polaroid camera and um, we offered artists sort of opportunities to work with that major contemporary artists and in turn they became supporters of free arts and um, I think that was just a, un- a unique way to introduce ourselves to these artists and in turn they've continued to support us you know year after year even without the Polaroid camera so I think that was kind of a an interesting way for us to to meet some people um, I can elaborate on that if you want. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, I mean, like I said, there's a large format Polaroid 20 by 24 camera. And, um, so many years ago we gave the different artists the opportunity to create pictures with the camera. And so they got 10 shots. We kept two and they kept eight. And, you know, the camera was quite expensive. I mean, Polaroid donated it to us to work with these artists, but the camera and the film is quite expensive. And so we were able to work with, um, you know, everyone, John Baldessari, um, Barbara Kruger, Chris Burden, actually, um, before he passed away, Julian Schnabel, Chuck Close, Christopher Wool, um, you know, a lot of great artists, uh, Kiki Smith, who took photos for us, which we then auctioned off. And um, and then they, you know, have since become supporters of free arts, even though we don't work with the Polaroid camera in that same way anymore. <laughs> what are some of the challenges of operating a nonprofit arts organization that people may not realize? Well, I think the challenges of of running any business is, you know, you, you need to make sure you have consistent revenue to continue to operate and to continue to grow. I think the challenges of arts organizations in New York City in general is that there are a lot of us. And while we all are unique in our own ways, many of us have similar missions and many of us have um, overlapping donors. And so I think when you have to make a decision as to where you're going to make an annual contribution or where you're going to buy a ticket for a benefit or where you're going to purchase your art from, there's a lot of competition out there. So I think it's how do you let people know that your mission is, you know, a little bit different or a little bit better or appeals to somebody a little bit um, more than something else. That, that I think is, is a challenge continually with, 
you know, with raising money in New York City, um, there's just a, there's a lot of charities to give to and you have to stand out. Liz, thanks so much for coming on the podcast and speaking with us about Free Arts NYC. As I mentioned, you have the annual benefit auction on April 27th, and there's also plenty of opportunities to get involved besides that with Free Arts. What's the best way for our listeners to reach out if they're interested in learning more? Our website is freeartsnyc.org. Perfect. Liz, thanks again. We appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. Thanks again to ArtBase for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. Did you know that ArtBase is the best love software in the art world? That's because ArtBase offers products that do everything you need to run your art business. Track your art in your contacts and cross-reference them. Make invoices, generate consignments, run all kinds of reports. Even use it on your iPhone or iPad at art fairs or while you're away. Take it from the thousands of happy ArtBase clients all over the world. ArtBase is the right software for your art business. Visit ArtBase.com to find out more.